1: Uh, Red Bryan, uh Titans Radio Game Day host and executive producer, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. You can find him at Rhett uh, Rhett, uh what is it, B Tennessee? Rhett, Rhett T B, B Tennessee. Tennessee. That's Rhett right. Red B Tennessee. There I just kinda wanna make sure I got that right. That's all written together real quick when you get into the Tennessees <laughs> and the crooked letters and everything. How you been? Great. And you, Bill? I'm doing wonderfully. Uh, obviously, we're both uh, heading to the postseason here, and uh, the Packers sitting at the, the top spot in the NFC. So tell me about this Titans team. They stumbled a little bit. They've kind of regrouped, and they come in with an incredible run game, and that's something the Packers don't defend very well.
2: Well, I think it goes back to, first of all, there's, there's a problem the Titans defense has had all season. And part of it is because they have not had their best Uh, secondary package on the field at the same time. They drafted Christian Fulton in the second round in the 2020 draft out of LSU. Uh, They've been waiting to get Adoree Jackson back who injured a knee right before the regular season started. He saw his first action last week. Christian Fulton still coming back from IR himself. So third down stoppage has been a major problem. But the biggest problem early on in the season after they got off to a good start is the pandemic hit and the Titans were the first team to go through a COVID outbreak. And, you know, so many uh, around the league were kind of uh, judgmental and ugly about, you know, them being careless. Turns out they weren't careless at all. And that's why they didn't get anything but basically the, the, the not wearing a mask properly fine. And they delayed games, delayed games. And they had to play basically six games in 30 days because of all that stuff back in October. Mm-hmm. And beat the pants off of a good Buffalo Bills team. On a Tuesday afternoon in Nashville, and then they just kind of never looked back from there. You're right; they stumbled a little after that, but uh, here lately they have uh, been playing Titans football and December Titans football, which showcases the running back Derek Henry. He is the genesis of this offense. Uh, he's the leading rusher in the NFL, defending uh, NFL rusher title from last year. Has a you know a halfway decent chance at 2,000 yards. Uh, And so here they come to Lambeau field uh, to play on Sunday night football. It's I think the marquee matchup of week 17 and certainly something that everyone will want to see.
1: I I wanted to ask about if the scenario would play out the way the Packers win games is they get up a couple of scores. They basically eliminate the run game because they're not very good at defending it. And then they get a chance to pin their ears back and start coming after quarterbacks. If, if say the Packers do get up a couple of scores, what is the likelihood that suddenly Derrick Henry becomes less and less of a factor in the contest? Because I can't imagine you would want to say, hey, Ryan Tannehill, go toe-to-toe with Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, absolutely. But I'll tell you this. Mike Brabel and offensive coordinator Arthur Smith believe enough in this run game that uh, it would have to be greater than 10 points for them to go away from the run game with Derrick Henry because it's happened a couple of times this season In that Buffalo bills game, they were down 10 points early on and they kept pounding the rock with him and uh, ended up climbing back into that thing. But now I'll tell you this, you know, and you mentioned it, Ryan Tannehill is probably one of the more underrated quarterbacks out, off of the top shelf guys like Aaron Rodgers, like Patrick Mahomes, like Josh Allen at Buffalo. I mean, he's having a career year, And a franchise year for the Titans. I mean, only thrown five picks. He's got 30 touchdowns. He can run it. I mean, he can do all these things. And he's got weapons. I mean, we've got two receivers here in Corey Davis and A.J. Brown that are flirting with a 1,000-yard receiving uh, piece in this thing. It's something like we've never seen before because we've been used to three yards in a cloud of dust with, you know, an old Eddie George run game and Gen 1 Titans 20 years ago. And, And, you know, that kind of thought throughout but this is something totally different and they can hang points on people that's the thing that's different with this and it could be a potential shootout in this thing
1: well, that was going to be my next question. Do you expect, cause with, with the run game, you wouldn't expect the quote shootout only for the fact that you mm-hmm. can use ball control offense for a long period of time and really hang on to it and create time of possession and therefore kind of slows the pace of the game down. But then again, if the Packers aren't good at defending it, suddenly you got scores and then you're playing keep, uh, keep away from, the, from the other. So what is other than that third down defense? Is there an Achilles heel to this team that you think, you know what? This is something that the Packers are really good at and they can exploit.
2: It's the lack of a pass rush for the Titans. They haven't had a quarterback sack, I think, in three consecutive games. I think they're the lowest in sack total per team uh, through this late in the season. They only have 14 quarterback sacks. So lack of that there is something where we know Aaron Rodgers, the neurosurgeon that he is with the pigskin in his hand, could certainly exploit. Uh, what they've been good at uh, is disruption and getting a, a guy off of uh, his plant foot or his right foot and and making him uncomfortable because this team it's plus 12 and giveaway takeaway It's very opportunistic and advantageous. He is it, greedy and loves to take the, the football away from you. But Aaron Rodgers and a lack of a pass rush is probably not a good combination.
1: Yeah, the only way – I can't imagine Aaron Rodgers going in and throwing two and three and four, you know, interceptions, but there are a few guys on this team you can probably punch the ball out on. You know, at, at times Aaron Jones has put the ball on the carpet. Marquez valdez Scantling has put the ball on the carpet. So it's not like there's a few people that you can't punch the ball out from, you know?
2: Absolutely. And, again, that, that these turnovers have come from multiple spots, whether it's Jeffrey Simmons on the on the front line where he bats a pass point blank and tips it to a teammate whether it's a fumble recovery from one of the linebackers in the second tier or it's an interception from a Malcolm Butler or a Kevin Byard they have kind of just been all over the place and have you know certainly seemed to be in the right place right time or put the rake in there to get it out at the right time
1: Uh, Before I let you go, I also wanted to ask you, as far as the expectation for this game, there's a lot of Packers fans, like I said, that look at this game as a litmus test just because the Packers are one and two against teams with a winning record to say whether or not they're really going to give you that that enthusiasm going into the postseason to have a legitimate shot at winning a championship. You tell me, where are Titans fans coming into this contest against the Green Bay Packers who currently lead the NFC?
2: Well, I think the Titans fans, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because the Titans and, and Titans fans will know before this thing ever kicks off what they're shooting for in this outside of a win in terms of the playoff implications, because at, at noon, big noon kickoff is, uh, you know, the Steelers and the Colts. And if the Steelers somehow are able to knock off the Colts, then a Titans win wins them the AFC South division that they haven't won in a dozen years. And to be only the third time they've won it since the realignment back in Oh two. So, you know, there's extra, Uh, Fuel there if it's, uh, you know, if it comes to pass. Now, obviously, they still want to win because that would also clinch them a playoff berth in the event that Indianapolis beats Pittsburgh on Sunday. Uh, But, you know, the expectations are here for sure because they made a ride into the AFC Championship game last year when a lot of people didn't see that coming. They knocked off the number one seed in Baltimore on the road. They finished the dynasty of the Patriots. And so the expectation level is certainly high, and I'm sure it's even higher. In the Titans' building, where they're practicing this afternoon, the uh,
1: by far and you've seen them by far is is it Kansas City and everybody else, or is there is Kansas City fallible?
2: Do you think? You know, it, I think I think it's still Kansas City and everybody else. But I, I think what you're going to have to do, any of those one through seven seeds in the ASC, if you can outscore them, if you've got the capability, let's just say it's Lamar Jackson and, and the Ravens with that last seed if you can outscore them that's the way you're going to have to beat them that's exactly what I think is going to have to happen for the Titans Sunday night against Aaron Rodgers they're going to have to outscore the Packers which is going to be something to behold if that if that takes place because again I've covered this team since it came from Houston and to say that the Titans are the number one scoring offense in the league going up against the number three scoring offense in the league I never thought I would say that ever
1: yeah, no doubt about it. Rhett, uh, good stuff. It's Rhett B. Tennessee
2: on Twitter, correct? That is correct, Bill. Thank you so much Perfect. for having me on today.
1: Glad to have you. Thanks, Rhett. We'll talk to you soon. Best of luck to you. There you go. Rhett Bryan, uh, Titans Radio Game Day host and executive producer. Rhett B, the letter B, Tennessee. Rhett B, Tennessee. Uh, over on Twitter. You can follow his stuff there. He's a good guy. Uh, appreciate him. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 85 plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844 Pride. Looking for a job, looking for a new team, looking for a, a fresh start? Call them 844 Pride or go to SchneiderJobs.com.
0: T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.